This episode is brought to you by scoliosis. Scoliosis is a disease. I actually don't think it's a disease. Scoliosis is something that just people are born with. And basically it's when your, your body goes one way or the other and just not by choice and you don't know that it's doing it. Your body is just always fucking slightly f- stupid, okay? Um, I was born with scoliosis. I don't know if you're born with it or you just get it over time. But I have an S-curve in my spine. So, like, I, oh, my God, I look like a fucking idiot. I probably look fucked up right now. I'll explain the new setup in a second. But, yeah, like, my shoulders go to the left and my ass is, like, out to the right. Like, when I have my shirt, that's why I wear baggy shirts, by the way. Quick quick tip for you guys. Anybody who has fucking scoliosis, wear baggy shirts. Because then, pe- like, girls aren't going to see you and be like... Why the fuck do you stand like an asshole? What are you doing? Like, they'll, they'll just be like, you don't know. And then you take your shirt off, and then they realize you stand like an asshole. But then it's too late because they're already, like, in your room, you know? So you don't disappoint them early. You can, like, show show off your personality and stuff first. And then it's like, by the way, you have to deal with me looking like a fucking idiot. So that's the, that's the sponsor for today. Now, I'm in a different house right now. I'm actually in Michigan. I took a little road trip to, or I took a road trip yesterday to Michigan, which I told you guys I was going to do. I missed a week of the podcast because I was sick as fuck. So if I sound a little congested, even though I'm getting better, I'm getting better. But if I sound a little congested, then fuck, you know, fuck you then. But yesterday I, this was the first time taking a road trip that I was like alone, like just me. In the fucking car. I did a road trip to uh, Ohio. I went to see a Columbus Blue Jackets game with a girl that I had. That I'm really happy that I took there. Really happy about that. Um, And then I also took my brother and his friend. And it was eight. It was like eight and a half hours to get there. And I did all the driving. And it was good. But when I was alone, it was just a little bit different. This was a five hour ride. But... I, I, dude, I had like the deepest, the most spiritual fucking euphoric, euphoric experience ever. Is euphoric a fucking word? Um, I got in the car and usually when I listen, usually when I drive, I just listen to fucking music, right? I just like, I, I used to be the podcast guy. I would listen to Bill Burr or whoever, but then when I got my own podcast, I was like, I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to listen to other people's podcasts, because what if I talk about what they're talking about, then it seems like I'm fucking copying them, so I stopped listening to podcasts, almost, like, in general, um, I'll listen to, like, the occasional, like, H3H3 episode or whatever, but, uh, I usually just listen to music, I love to listen to fucking hard rock music, especially if I'm pissed off, or if I'm stressed out, you just turn on some, like, the story so far, or, you know, Slipknot, and you can just really scream your fucking anger out. Or if you're sad, you turn on, like, Lil Peep, and he's, like, a sad, sad boy artist. But then when you're singing along with him, you're singing sad shit. So it feels like you're getting it out, right? It feels like you're almost talking to the radio, to the fucking artist. So um, I listen to music for, like, the first hour, and I was kind of like in my zone, just having a good time, having a nice ride. I couldn't breathe for most of the fucking first half of this ride. And I, I'm just sitting there because like 
Um, it was congested. So I was blowing my nose like the whole time. I had my cruise control on, literally like driving with my knee, blowing my nose, feeling like shit. Um, going 90 miles per hour on the highway. And then I started to finally be able to breathe a little bit. Like my nose was opening up. Sorry if that's like, I know you don't want to hear that because who the fuck does, but I'm just telling you anyways. So uh, finally been able to breathe. Now I, I was like, you know what? Fuck this music shit. Fuck podcasts. Fuck everything. I just want to listen to the world for a second. So I rolled down all my windows, and it was a beautiful day out. It was like 85. So I rolled down all my windows, and uh, I fucking just turned the music off, like completely, turned the AC off. There was nothing but, like, natural sounds that I was hearing, and, like, obviously, like, the wind going in and out of my car. But I just did that for a straight, like, two hours, and I didn't listen to shit. I was on the highway. I was on cruise control. So I, I really wasn't focused on... I was almost not focused on anything, right? I didn't have to drive. I didn't. I wasn't worried about, like, braking or fucking gassing because there was really nobody on the road. Uh, I didn't have to worry about music. I just completely... Like, I got in, like, a zen yoga mode. Like, I've done yoga before, and that same, like, stop giving a fuck about everything and clear your mind, that same, like, idea was what I did uh, in this car and for like the first 30 minutes it was really relaxing the next hour like picture me 30 minutes in I'm just kind of like smiling right in the car and there's no music and then fast forward an hour my face is like my jaw is like hanging lower than you could even fucking imagine and I'm just like like basically I look fucking high on heroin because that's how like non not control in my body that I was um, and I just like completely let go of everything. And I just like had, I had both hands on the wheel, like almost rely, like my arm weight is hanging on the wheel and I'm just like staring into fucking nothing. Like, well, it was actually really beautiful. I was staring into like just this change of scenery every two minutes cause I'm driving on the highway and, uh, like, just hearing, like, birds. I was smelling things during this car ride that were, like, would give me instant, like, nostalgia about, like, different things. I smelled like a barbecue and instantly thought of, like, when I was eight years old and I had my birthday party. I smelled, uh, I smelled, like, this really distinct flower smell that reminded me of, like, the garden in my house when I was a little kid or in front of my house when I was a little kid. It was really, really fucking really deep and weird. But... I wasn't thinking about selling shoes. I wasn't thinking about my future. I wasn't thinking about women. I wasn't thinking about a fucking thing. I almost didn't even care if I died. Like, I, there was a part, there was like a wave that went through my head that was like, what if I'm so relaxed that I drive into another car and I die and I don't realize it? And then the other part of me was like, what if, you know, who gives a fuck at this point? I was so relaxed that I was like, like, I would have been okay dying then. And I know that sounds fucked up, but, like, I, I, like, feel like I would have. Like, that's how relaxed I was. I was, like, so, I don't give a fuck about anything. You could kill me right now. And then I pulled in. I had to get gas, but I didn't want to, like, get gas yet. So I, I had taken this exit. I found, like, a huge mall. And this was, like, either in Indiana or in Michigan. I don't really, I think it was in Michigan. Uh, found a huge mall, found a big ass parking lot and like a Barnes and Noble. And I just parked in this, in the middle of the parking lot, like no cars around me, got out of the car and laid on top of my car and just like looked at the fucking beautiful, like sunset 
for a good like 30 minutes and then getting back in my car I literally felt like a new person I felt like just I wasn't stressed I didn't have like shit in the back of my mind that I was worried about and it really really did a fucking number on me so I'm explaining it deeply because I want you guys to try the same thing maybe maybe a little bit safer like don't let yourself get that relaxed if you feel like you can't be in control of yourself still but uh yeah dude I mean fuck so that was that story um also the new setup which I didn't really explain yet uh, I'm at my friend Carter's house, so this whole road trip led to me getting to my friend Carter's house, which you guys know of him. Uh, I did, like, YouTube videos that he was in, and I talked about him fucking ten times on this podcast. So he's letting me stay at his house. He also has a YouTube channel, and he does videos, and he does Instagram shit. It's His stuff is Lay Wools, so L-E-W-O-O-L-Z. Um, that's his Instagram, and, and his fucking... YouTube channel that he does shit on. So he has like a dope setup. His setup is actually probably better than mine. So I'm a little bit jealous, but it's dope that I get to use his stuff. So shout out to Carter. Thank you. Um, the reason why I'm in Michigan as well is because I get to meet with Kendra Lust tomorrow, which if you don't know who Kendra Lust is, I wish I could put a picture here. No, you already know. I already talked about Kendra Lust. Kendra Lust, I found out yesterday, I think she's the number six, uh, number six porn star in like top... 50 MILFs on like strictly MILF category number six and then she's like number 22 in the top 100 and Pornhub in general so this is not a porn star that is like this is not amateur shit she has over 750 videos and we're going to be hanging out tomorrow and it's going to be a great time and I'm nervous as fuck also I like am breaking out on the left side of my face really bad and that's awesome like, I'm finally meeting with a fucking female that's buying shoes that I'm going to get to talk about sex with and hang out. And we're probably going to end up being great friends. And how does it start? It starts from her having to look at my fucked face. So, that's super dope. Uh, what's What else did I want to talk about here? Last night, I went to... Last night, I came here early. Like, I was supposed to get here today. But I came here Saturday, which was yesterday... Because I wanted to go to a party for one of my friends. His name is Sana, which is a dope name. It's like, he's like, I don't want to say he's Indian, but he's like, like one of, like that style. Like Chaldean. They had like hookahs in the back, like f- fucking 10 of them. And like, he kind of looked the same as all of his brothers. So like, or they were, okay, they weren't his brothers. He looked the same as all of his friends. And I thought they were all brothers. They were like that type, which is kind of dope. Cause it's like. You're, like, truly a fucking squad when you're like that. Like, we all like the same shit. We all look kind of the same. And it's like, this is it. And that's dope. So, uh, I went to his house. He had a fucking massive house. And I haven't been to a party in, I think, literally three years. Like, an actual, like, friends gathering party. Not, like, a family thing or whatever. Uh, it had been since junior year, I think, since I went to an actual party. And I was really... I wasn't nervous, but I was just like, you know, like, I don't think these kids want me here. You know, first of all, I didn't know anybody at this party, period. I knew Carter and I knew Sana. That was it. Um, and I was thinking, you know, like, they're they're all kind of sporty kids. And then, like, the skinny emo fuck comes in with his painted nails. Like, I don't care for it, but, like, I, I don't care enough to be like, I'm not going. They don't want me there. But it's like, I, I was just... 
I was being real with myself. I was expecting, you know, someone might come up to me and be like, what's up, faggot? What's with the nails? Like, I expected that stuff to happen uh, because I know how people act towards weird shit that they don't see normally. Um, and, you know, I got there and it was actually really cool. Nobody, there was like a few, there was two girls that complimented me on the nails, which was cool. No guy said anything. A couple of people like looked me up and down a little bit, but I didn't really care for that. Um, a kid walked, I was actually wearing a Midsommar shirt, which is that Ari Aster movie. A kid walked up to me and like started talking to me about the movie, which was super dope. Uh, and it was like a good time. It made me think like I shouldn't be so hard on parties. But then I thought like, what's my background of going to parties, you know? And, and now I want to break it down for you guys so you could really understand why maybe I don't like parties so much. And I have a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth when I think of going to parties. Here's why, okay? It started off great. It, start, it really did. It started off good. 13, 14 years old, like 6th grade, 7th grade. Um, maybe that's even younger than 13 or 14. I don't fucking know. 6th grade, 7th grade. I Okay, 6th grade was my first party I ever had. It was like a Halloween party. And I had like all the kids in my block over. Okay, I don't know why that has to happen. I didn't plan... Okay, sorry. The screen behind me turned off. Um, sixth, seventh grade, I fucking had a little bit of a uh, Halloween party. And in my basement, we had set it up... Like, my mom helped me set it up, and she was, like, really good with that type of shit. So we made, like, a fog... We put, like, a fog machine throughout the stairs. Like, when you would walk down, it was, like, foggy, which was cool. Uh... <laughs> And then there was, like, food, and there was, like, a lot of fun, like, little kid shit, basically. And everyone dressed up, and it was, like, a party during the day, and then we would all go trick-or-treating at night. It was kind of fun. Uh, I ended up, one of my friends was, like, fat at the time, and, which, like, you know, like, it, which is fine. But, like, he sat on the table, which, like, you shouldn't do if you're, like, like bigger, you know, like, just don't do that because then what are you expecting to happen? Like, if I weigh, which I'm not fat shaming at all, I'm just being real, right? If I weigh 250 and I sit on a table that, like, looks like it can barely hold the bowl of chips and I sit on it, like, what did I think was going to happen, you know? So he sits on the table and then it falls and then all of my snacks were fucked that, like, we, like, handmade um, so then I was like, he looks like the shithead and I felt bad. Cause like, I know what it feels like. I don't know what it feels like, but I was really feeling for him. Like now everyone looks at him as like the fucking fat idiot, but it's like, dude, if you just would have been smarter and you didn't sit on the table because you knew it would fall, then you wouldn't have to deal with this. And then I wouldn't have to feel bad for you and you wouldn't have to look like an idiot. So that happened. Um, then we get outside because like we moved the party outside and, like, me and my friends started arguing. We put, like, co like Mentos in a Coke bottle. And we're, like, shaking it and spraying each other. And it turned into, like, a fun food fight, right? So, I was kind of a positive, my first party. Then, for, like, four or five parties in a row, 7th and 8th grade, I would literally, like, people loved me at this time. 7th and 8th grade, I was popular. I was, like, cool. I made people laugh. I was myself. Uh, I wasn't an asshole to like really anyone. I had a girlfriend. I kind of like had my shit together almost more than I do now in seventh and eighth grade when it comes to like social shit. So, uh, I would go to these parties. Everyone thought it was funny. I loved to prank call. That was like my thing. So I would bring these little like wired Bluetooth speakers 
to these parties and we would sit at a bonfire at the end of a party and it would be like fuck it would be like a fucking squad of kids like 30 or 40 kids sitting around a bonfire on the floor we didn't give a fuck about chairs and i would like put the it would dude it's so cool like this is really a good memory i have so th- this is really showing you guys who the fuck i was um everyone's you know smoking drinking trying to be cool doing a juke part line, which I'll explain that in a second. I would be sitting there with my fucking phone out, like prank calling people on Bluetooth speakers. Everybody around me would have to like be quiet. And then I would do the prank call and I would do like a baby voice or whatever. And then, uh, or like whatever, I would like a girl voice. And then I would hang up and everyone would just start bursting out laughing, like with me. And it was really, it was really something, man. Like that made me feel like I had better friends than I almost do now. Cause like I had 30 kids sitting around a table, like laughing with me, like almost some midsummer like type of shit from the movie. Like, I don't know why I said that weird midsummer type of shit. Uh, so yeah, that was my seventh and eighth grade experiences was, prank calling like everyone loved me it was really a fun fucking time my girlfriend would be there there was a bad one though uh this was like kind of when it started to get dark um i went to a girl named angelique's party and i remember something was weird about like her parents were divorced but her mom lived here and her dad lived right next to her like her parents were divorced but they lived right next to each other which that's like almost as dumb as what my parents do which is like like I don't know. They did that. So people were like going in and out of each house next door. But then the parents were like kind of fighting at the same time. And it was just kind of stressful. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I should just drink now because I'm not having the best time. But like I'm kind of having a good time. But everyone else is stressed out. And they're paying attention to other shit. So like nobody's going to care if I get drunk. So I had my friend that was like 22 at the time. Bring me a big bottle of Smirnoff ice or Smirnoff. I don't know what the fuck it is. Vodka and uh, UV watermelon, UV salted watermelon, which is the fucking worst shit flavor you could ever order of UV UV stuff. UV is like cheap vodka, I think, and it's like flavored and it's meant for like little kids who are pussies and don't want to actually drink. So they drink some like watered down flavored garbage. Uh, also no, Also me, you know. So I did that, and uh, God, dude, I fucking drank like half a bottle, and then I was doing like shots. Like I really did drink a lot. I drank a lot for an adult, and I was only like 14. Then like an hour later, I I remember like blinking and like being in different places. Like I remember being in the ba- like in the basement for like split seconds. I remember. Uh, it's like, I, it's weird because I remember it to this, like, I can picture it right now, like the exact layout of the basement and everything. Um, I remember being in the driveway for a little bit and then being across the street, like in the fe- in the field. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. And then like just going black for like a good 20 minutes and then waking up and looking up and like feeling feeling like shit on my face and on my legs and like looking to the side and realizing that I was in a big bush. Uh, so I, I was, I was looking up, laying in the bush, like back towards the floor. And then my friends came up to me and picked me up. They got me in the car, uh, took me to my house, walked me up the stairs, got me in my bed. 
and like which I thought was like a rough night of like hours and hours and hours of partying. I thought like, man, I'm going out with a fucking bang. Like I'm going to bed and it's probably the middle of the day the next day because I partied so long. And it was like 9 p.m. So, so what I like this lasted a good hour and a half and I was out cold. Woke up the next morning with throw up all over myself. So that was when I was like, okay, fuck drinking. You know, this sucks because I threw up all over myself in my bed. I woke up like that. That was kind of shitty. Then freshman year came and there was like kids throwing like basement parties that were unfinished. This was when the juke party shit started happening. Hold on, let me get a little fucking, let me get a little water. Um, All right. So a juke, uh, oh no, juke line. I don't know if it's called a juke. Yeah. A juke line was all the people would get, like literally they would get in a fucking line. Like 15 or 20. Most of them were girls. There was like one or two guys that would go in there and they would go like ass to dick. Okay. Like I'm a guy in the end. My dick is touching a female's ass and then the front of her stomach is touching another female's back. Right. And they're like, everyone's touching and they're in a line. Right. So, uh, everyone's in a line. They're in this like caterpillar fucking close ass thing. And they would do like, it's not grinding. Like, even if it is grinding, grinding is fucking lame as shit. But they would, it was like 16 year olds thinking they're grinding. So they would be like, I don't even know how to like explain it. They were like basically humping, but like also like going up and down at the same time, but like with their knees, like bending their knees and then going up and like humping up and down. It was probably the dumbest shit that I had ever seen in my entire life. Um, So they were doing that and this was the juke line. So then there would be like one like nerdy guy that like had never gotten anything from a woman ever. And he would get in the line and like start humping everyone. Uh, And then like he would be hard and it was visual. Like you could see that this kid's hard. So then the juke line would stop because it was like, fuck, Jared got hard again. And then he would be embarrassed. He'd be like, I can't control it. And then he would have to leave the party because he got hard and made the fucking juke line weird. So that was my experience in freshman year. And then uh, sophomore year is when like the drugs got involved. Uh, there was a party in particular, freshman or sophomore year, one of my best friends, Vince, I won't say his last name. Um, we had planned this like biggest party. This was right after Project X came out, right? So every kid and his fucking brother thought that they were going to throw the next Project X party, which Project X is like a big, if you don't know what Project X is, it's a big fucking party movie that like had a party of like a thousand kids and it was just insane. So, um, me and Vince thought like, we're going to do this. We're going to do, it's going to be project V because his name was Vince. Every kid did that too, by the way, everyone had a party that was project X, but they changed it to the first initial of their name. And those kids are fucking losers. Um, because the lack of creativity, that's why. Um, so I was like, all right, do project V let's do it. So we planned out, like, we're going to get all this alcohol 
and it's almost going to be like a little bit of a business. We're going to have alcohol and weed at a table that some reason I was running, right? Because he had to focus on like making sure his mom didn't find out we had drugs and he had to like just like open the door and like check everyone and make sure we didn't bring guns into the party or whatever. I was on uh, alcohol and weed duty. So he had an unfinished basement and I was like standing in the corner of the basement, like you would walk down, there would be like couches and TVs and shit. And then you had to like really go around to the end of the basement and you would find me like 16 years old behind a table, uh, like selling weed and alcohol. Right. So I don't even think I ended up doing weed because the weed lasted like one second, but we had planned it out the whole day before I was like, all right, we're going to get 10 bottles of vodka. You're going to pour a shot each someone's going to come up to the table you're going to pour them a shot and you're going to charge them two dollars we spent 110 dollars on the alcohol in total if we sell 200 shots we're going to make 400 bucks you split it with me 30 and fucking 70 whatever it was like really thought out um then i get we get to the party and uh i was like drinking already and a girl would come up and she would like look hot and I'd be like, just take it. Who cares? It's on me. And then uh, another person would come up and they'd be like, yo, here's my two bucks. And I'd be like, I don't even care. Just take it. Have fun. It's all about having a good time. And then basically I got like six bucks. Uh, and I was supposed to get 400. So, and the weed, I don't even know what happened to the weed. I think the weed got stolen. And it was like my fault because I was supposed to make sure that it didn't get stolen. But it was like a bag of fucking weed. On a table. Like, I don't fucking know what to do. Then, uh, my girlfriend shows up and some other girls... uh, My girlfriend showed up and a girl that I had cheated on my girlfriend with previously. And I was fucking drunk as shit. And I uh, saw... Like, I was hanging out with my girlfriend. And then my girlfriend went to go hang out with her friends. So I started holding hands with the girl that I cheated on her with. And I was sitting on the couch in the middle of the fucking basement with like this girl's legs on mine and I was holding her hand. And then my girlfriend comes behind me and she's like, I hope you know that I can see what you're fucking doing. And I turn around. I was like, well, fuck you, bitch. I don't care. And uh, then she was like crying and everyone's like, and you dick What the fuck, man. And I was like, shit, I'm so sorry. And I walk back and on my way to like try to apologize to her. I fucking fall and slam my face, cut my face open, and this was just kind of where you see my life was just really getting to be low at a young age, you know? Now I'm like 16, my girlfriend hates me, I'm like cheating on her again, I'm drunk, I I just hurt my face. It's like really like a 35-year-old's all-time low I was experiencing at 16. So that's when I got a bad taste for parties. And I was like, fuck this. Junior, senior year, I would go to a party strictly to see the fucking, this girl, uh, I'm not going to say her name, but that was kind of like when I fucking fell in love with a different girl. And I would only go to these parties to see her. And it was really beautiful because it, it would be like, I didn't care to drink. I didn't care to party. I was only going there because I knew she would be there. And every fucking time I'd walk in, she would be on the same couch like waiting for me, like the same love seat couch alone. And she would be looking at me, giving me like the fucking you already know eyes. And I would sit down, we would start making out. Everyone would be like, dude, Angie's getting pussy. 
And then I'd be like, hell yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and I wasn't getting, I was just making out with her because she was kind of prude. But, dude, shout out to, you already know who you are. And you're probably not listening to this. And I've said really shitty things about you on this show before. But that, we had good times. You know, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be so mean. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of, that's fucking it. Carter, what are we at? What time are we at? Oh, we're, like, right about to be at 30? Yeah. All right. Um, so the deal with this, I have to explain really fast, is that the camera, I have to pause it, and then I have to, like, re-record every 30 minutes. So I guess we're going to pause it now. But I'm only going to do, like, it's probably coming to the end of the podcast. But we're going to give it another five minutes, and then I'll be out. I could go now? Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so I don't know what the fuck... I don't know why I have to do that, but I have to do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't... There's not really, a, like, a... Usually my po- my episodes have, like, a nice conclusion of, like, why I talked about this, what I learned. I mean, I guess there is, right? The point of the the, the me talking about partying is, like, that it's not really that cool. And also... It, the age difference is what really fucked me because going to a party yesterday at 20 years old, it was like pretty cool and like everyone was relaxed and it was like an adult part, like an adult fucking party. It was exactly like when I was like 10 years old going to my uncle's party and seeing him with his friends, like everyone's standing around playing beer pong or like pool or whatever the fuck. Uh, there's a lot of good food and like just talking and chilling and that was cool. So now I'm back on, like, maybe I will go to a fucking party once in a while. It's a lot different, though. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't go to a college party because college kids are still, like, warped and their fucking brains think like a 15-year-old in most party cases. So, 
yeah, you know, if it's a house party my friends are going to or whatever, I'm not going to be such a little timid, shy bitch and be emo about it. I'm going to be, like, open. Uh, and being 16, 17, if I have any kids that are in high school still right now uh, and you're at a party, be the kid, really, though, this is for real, be the kid that doesn't drink, be the kid that doesn't smoke. You'll probably get more attention, which is kind of what we all want in the in the end. You know, you kind of go to a party hoping that kids are going to realize like that you're there. People are going to go up to you and like meet up and like shake hands. You you like the attention. That's why you're going. It's part of the reason why you're going. So if everyone's drinking and everyone's smoking, doing shit, and you're the one kid that isn't doing that stuff, then kids come up to you almost to just ask like, why don't you smoke? Why don't you drink? And then you could give them your bit. And you could kind of open up their fucking minds. I remember doing that all the fucking time. People would come up to me and say I was funny or say that, like, they thought I fucking dressed cool or that I was wearing cool shoes. And then they'd be like, you want a beer, dude? And I'd be like, nah, I don't do that shit. And then they'd be like, why, man? Like, what the fuck? And then I would explain to them. And it was kind of cool, you know, because then they're really giving you attention. And that's what you fucking wanted. Uh, I also am like, like to be the center of attention. So... I like to do shit that's different in the room of people that are doing the same thing. Uh, and I guess that's it, you know? Uh, the, the fucking go on a trip, get in your fucking car tomorrow, and go on a five-hour-long trip and completely lose all of your senses and feel euphoria and just fucking breathe. And I literally don't... I feel like a new person. I feel like I don't have stress. I don't have shit going on in my life that's bad. Uh, and yeah, I kind of, you just live without so much expectation. That's what this, uh, episode's going to be called. Also, I could talk about shoes. I don't have anything with me. Usually I do like the in-hand reviews. I'll make it quick. Uh, there was a fucking, let me, let me pull this up here. I guess two days ago, August 2nd was Yeezy Day, which you guys know how much I fucking hate talking about Yeezys recently because, I mean, dude, like, they just really shit the bed. Same colorways every fucking... Like, you, I, I can't talk. I can't talk about it anymore. Basically, there was all of these shoes released. The 700s, the Inertias, the fucking Utility Black 500s, the Gum fi 750s. Basically, every Yeezy to release released. Like, I, if I sit here and name them all, there's probably only two or three that got left out. But, like everything i don't know yeah blue tints clays triple whites everything re-released they were in small drops i believe what i heard was that it was like a hundred to a thousand and there were some that were like two thousand and that was it uh supposedly there was a like there's everyone's got different stories so don't fucking really take my word on this but supposedly there was a warehouse that held all of these easies that closed down so they just decided to re-release them do I believe that? I don't fucking care. You know, I don't even know. I don't care enough to believe it or not believe it. It's like, well, who gives a fuck? The market didn't really change on a lot of these pairs, surprisingly. Uh, then again, it's they, they haven't gotten in hand yet. So if you're looking to buy, if you didn't get a pair and you're looking to like get a pair of Yeezys, it, it will be your time. I would say Wednesday, August 7th or whatever the fuck Wednesday is. That would probably be a good time to go buy because everyone's going to get their pairs Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then they're going to sell them on StockX or GOAT or wherever, and then the market will drop. So don't be surprised that the market's not moving right now because I know that like for Clay's and a 10.5, 
It's been 320 to 340 the past fucking three months. But if it's going to drop, it's going to drop Tuesday through Thursday because that's when everyone's getting them. Or if Yeezy Supply lags, which they do do often, uh, it'll be like within a week. So just look out for StockX for literally like any Yeezy 350, 700, or 500. I highly recommend going with... Uh, I'm trying to think. The semi-frozen yellows are really comfortable. The fucking Wave Runners are comfortable. The Vantas are super comfortable. The Beluga 2.0s are a firm no. Those suck dick, which is fine to do. I'm just saying, they suck. Um, the Zebras are surprisingly comfortable. You know, if you're looking for comfort, those ones are the ones to go with. If you're looking for style or, like, resell value... You could probably do the fucking... I, I really don't know at this point. I guess the clays are still going to be, like, cool because they're not as old. So, that's fucking it. Yeezy day. We celebrated it. Also, I don't have a picture that I could pull up. If I talk about a shoot, can you put a picture up? Okay. I'm going to put a picture up right here. Carter's going to do it because I don't fucking know how to do that shit. Uh... Yeezy Force 51. Okay, let me say that again, but not like a fucking idiot. The Yeezy 451. Uh, this shoe looks like dog shit. Completely not a fan. There's like weird spikes throughout the shoe. It looks like wavy. The bottom of the shoe, the sole, which I hope I could put a picture of, is like this big. Like bigger than my fucking leg. Uh, firm no. People are gonna wear these. Anybody that wears these is doing it strictly to, like, be different and, like, be unique. Which I get because I paint my nails, but, like, do it and make it look good. Don't do it and it looks like shit. These shoes all look horrible. Supposedly, they haven't finished yet, so they're still working on things and, like, tweaking the design. But the Yeezy 451 makes me more flaccid than being with a drunk female and trying to have sex. That same feeling of like, I'm so disgusted, why am I doing this? And who could even do this? That's the same thing as, you know, whiskey dick. That's what it's called. Whiskey dick is the same thing I feel when I see these Yeezy 451 dog shit shoes. And that's about it. So, thank you guys for listening. Um, thanks, Carter, for letting me do it in this fucking dope-ass little studio here. Uh, and thanks, guys. Oh, next week, Adam Sandler is going to be on, by the way. He's talking about what it's like to be a, a kid. And next week, I'm talking about Kendra Lust and how that goes and if I shit my pants or not. So tune in next week with Adam Sandler and have a good week, guys.